Hello and welcome to a tiny terror. Yeah. What up? I got it. Uh, everything's good. I just got distracted by Tim- Timothy Chalamet uh, for the Dune. It's all over IMDb because I've got it pulled up in front of me. How could you not be distracted by right. Chalamet? <laughs> Chalamet and Zendaya. He'll be uh, Zendaya. Zendaya's Michi. Um, do you remember that video? That's a good one. <laughs> no, sorry. Well, I'll be playing it for you at some point. Don't <laughs> worry. Uh, just just YouTube if you're interested, listeners. Uh, Zendaya is Michi. Okay. M e e c h e e. Okay. It's very funny. Um, so uh, on this tiny terror, we got a couple things we want to do. Um, I would like to do a quick what we've been watching. We haven't yeah. done that. I don't feel like in a hot second. So, um, and I've actually been watching stuff, Tim. Cool. You kick so it off. So I feel like I actually get to like contribute to this. Yeah, you kick it off. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna start off with Squid Game, and I think. Uh, most people have watched Squid Game at this point that are going to watch Squid Game. Well, maybe not. I don't know. They said two-thirds of Netflix subscribers have watched Squid Game. It is like, it is funny to me how big, big of a hit that's become. Like, big. it's become like a phenomenon. Yeah, insane. Um, I wanted to jump in because I figured if I got, if, if I heard too much more about it, I would never watch it because I'd be annoyed by it. Right. So I figured I'd jump in before I hit that point and I'm very happy I did. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool. Okay. Um, took a couple episodes to really get in the groove, but I really liked it. How many episodes is it? Nine. Nine. How long are they? Um, the shortest is like 32. The longest is like 48, 49. Ooh, that's workable. Okay, I like I that. I really liked it. Okay. I really thought it was good. I thought the characters were interesting. I thought the plot was really um, compelling. There are some really cool twists and turns throughout. It is horrifying. It is... Uh, there are similarities certainly to like a battle royale it, in, with regard to people competing for their lives. Um, I liked it a lot. I really liked it a lot. And I don't want to say too much about it, but I liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm going to watch it at some point. Yeah. Because it, yeah. And I think sometimes it's hard for, um, uh, because you are dealing, well, whether or not you're watching it in English or with, or the original um, Korean, it's, it's tough to sometimes even with really strong performances in foreign films, sometimes you you miss some of the emotion and stuff because cultures are different and the way and the language is different. And um, the way that words and feelings are expressed through words are different sometimes in, in different languages. Okay. And so I feel like sometimes in, uh, in uh, with just okay performances in foreign films, you don't get as much out of them. Squid Game, it was... Um, I thought, like, I felt, like, it really, it, I didn't, I forgot I was watching a, sh- a foreign show, a, a lot of, a, basically all the way throughout, um, and I think that's actually a testament, I, I do, because I, I do think, even if you're enjoying something, it is hard sometimes, it, it, it's hard to forget that you're watching a foreign show, and there's can be a little bit of a disconnect and stuff, but it's, I really liked it. As someone who has watched it, then, how, why do you think this has caught on so much here in, in, the, uh, in the States? I think because it's, it's just it's cool (laughs) yeah it's just it feels different i just think it feels different and uh, i think in large part it feels different because it is a korean uh series um and i think it also just feels fresh there's something about it that feels fresh but i think that i think that in general i think um korean filmmaking is really interesting right now and it has been for the last very much so so. and it's been building to this i think some of the i mean look at parasite Mm -hmm. like um, or Snowpiercer now is a series based on a uh, uh, Bong Joon Ho's film that and, I have watched. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like I, I like the series and the movie. Yeah, so. yeah. I just think that there's a for whatever reason Korean. My understanding is in Korean culture, uh, storytelling is very important, 
And so they um, sometimes with like um, I'm trying to think of another example, right? So um, oftentimes different cultures, like I'll, I'll take uh, Japanese films for instance. Oftentimes there's a lot of style over substance. We've recently talked about verses on the show, and verses is mostly style and not a ton of substance. It's a cool movie. It's a neat movie. But I think the, the, the interesting thing with Korean films, at least the ones I've been exposed to, um, is that the story is first and foremost beyond anything else. The story is, the mo- is paramount. And so I think, that, I think that when it comes to TV shows in particular, most audiences value the story over the style. Movies, it can be a mixed bag. Depends on the audience, I think. But for shows, I think people want... you Because you're going to be in it for the long haul, story is more important than the style, I think. And so I think... Uh, Korean storytelling lends itself well to binge viewing and lends itself well to to uh, the TV format. So That's a good Plus, point, too. Yeah. We just have access to this stuff now. That's another good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think um, that's neat, too. I think, I think it's neat when stuff like this and Parasite kind of catch on. It's cool. Yes. It's really cool. The other thing, too, is I, I know there... I, I don't know a ton about Squid Game, but I've... I mean, it's hard to avoid it at this point, and, but I do know there is there are some... There's some stuff to chew on a little bit. Big there's time. Some subtext. And, Big time. And I think it has some similarities in that way to Parasite, from what I've read, and yes. maybe a little bit with Snowpiercer as well. So... Oh, yeah. Because the Snowpiercer TV show does a nice job of that, too. Snow, Snowpiercer, the TV show, is very much inspired by the movie, but a little bit uh, like Battle, Battlestar Galactica yes. as well. Um, so. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think that yeah, those are perfect examples. Uh, Train to Basan is another one where it's uh, you really at the center of that movie. It could have been just a crazy, nasty zombie film, and it is. It's a great zombie film, but at its heart, I think the story of Train to Basan is the most important thing, and the character is the most important thing. You almost forget sometimes. And I think people are hungry for that and looking for that nowadays. Yes, I agree. And I think I think sometimes the big budget studios with Hollywood productions and stuff have kind of missed the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would agree with you. Um, so I, I, I was very excited about uh, finishing up Squid Game, and uh, I decided I wanted to stick around and watch some more uh, Korean uh, TV. And so I was going to check out uh, Sweet Home, which I still am. I just, I for whatever reason, I decided I've been wanting to watch it for a long time. I started watching Kingdom on Netflix. It look cool, yeah. Yeah, which is, um, it's a period piece, takes place in Korea. Um, and during the, I believe the, it was the Joseon, Joseon Dynasty, I think is what it was called. Um, and uh, a, a, essentially a zombie virus breaks out. And these are like fast, like uh, 28 days later, or uh, Train to Busan type zombies. But it's cool because you're dealing with like, you're, you're doing zombies in a time period that zombies don't tend to pop up in films or shows. Right. And I think it's really cool. Like, I get, like, badass sword fighting and zombies in the same show, and it's fucking awesome. You get swords on the zombies, like, yes. together, right? Yes, yeah. And then yeah. you also get, there's also a ton of, like, political intrigue in the show. Like, the zombies are just part of what's going on. Like, there's also, like, the, the backstabbing and trying to, like, claim throne the throne and stuff. So there's a little bit of Game of Thrones-y stuff in there. Uh, I finished the whole series. So far, there's only two seasons. Two seasons, right? Two seasons. Are they making a third? Are yes. they going to? Okay. Yes. Uh, so there's two seasons and a movie. So they released a prequel movie that's on Netflix, and I think a couple months ago it came out. I have not watched the prequel movie yet. But uh, I finished the two seasons, and it's it's another one. It's just the story's great. The characters are great. Uh, the action is phenomenal. Uh, the zombies are terrifying. It, this the, the show rules. It's sweet. Um, it's another one. It's brisk, man. Six episode seasons. Anywhere between thirty-five minutes and an hour. That's you're in and out. Like it's 
it's brisk, but it, it, yeah, I really, really like Kingdom. I suggest it to anybody who hasn't seen it. I think there's a lot of people that probably haven't seen it. So Kingdom is awesome. Um, I'll report back on the on the prequel film. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, Ashen of the North. So we'll see. I don't cool. know. Cool name. Sounds cool. Hey, quick question. Back to Squid yes. Game real quick. Did you have a favorite character? Because I want you to put that out there for the people that I can't one. say anything. <laughs> okay. Even that would spoil something. Okay. Sorry. So I can't. I, uh, I popped actually, in my head to ask you during the Squid Game part, and then I popped into my head again. I like all the characters. Um, to be honest with you, I like the lead. Um, I think that... Let me see. What is the actor's name? I'm going to look it up real quick. I think all the characters are strong. I would say there's some characters that you're not meant to like, that you're meant to not like, but they do such a good job that you that it's impressive. Uh, Lee Jung Jae, I I don't I'm not great with Korean pronunciation, so yeah. I apologize. Uh, Lee Jung Jae uh, is the lead, and I believe he's a pretty uh, well established star, like Korean star, because um, that's his whole industry, man. They they have their whole industry that's completely different, separate from ours. It's amazing. I love it so much. Um, He's he's really great, and uh, there's a character named Ali that's really great. Um, God, they're all really cool. There is okay. I, I'm not gonna gonna say too much about it, but there is a character called the front man. Okay, and the front man, <laughs> he rules, and the front man wears a mask through through the show, and uh, there's a cool kind of. Uh, twisty reveal thing about the front man that that i think you would enjoy as well okay so, yeah cool. the front man rules I'm, I'm looking forward to it just so i can um, understand the memes that i've been seeing oh you'll love the them afterwards because <laughs> no. i saw memes and i'm like what the fuck is this and then like you'll laugh a lot of them afterwards <laughs> it's a cool show man I, this is why i watch both shows now these streaming shows i you'll catch up because i gotta know what the memes you don't be left mean. out yeah. yeah otherwise what's the point of social media I just, right wow yeah. that's a great question because yeah. yeah. i'm there for the memes <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, a couple more things real quick. So yes. I um, I decided uh, I was going to take a break from TV shows for the rest of October and watch some horror movies, but I didn't have like a real goal or a, or a path in mind. Oh, and yeah. uh, Amazon's got a weird selection. It's they've crazy. They've got top tier shit and they've got some real bottom of the barrel stuff. It's a nice mix. And so I just decided I was just going to let Amazon just pick my shit for me, basically. So like I picked the first movie, which was I Know What You Did Last Summer kind of getting excited we'll be talking about scream here shortly i'm getting excited for scream um and i thought i'm not ready to rewatch the screams just yet i'm gonna wait until a little closer to to uh january good idea but uh, i figured i'd watch some scream clones for lack of a better term so i, I started that one and uh it's not great i know you did that summer isn't very good um but i will say yeah like none of the characters are likable which is what kind of pulls me out of it and the kills are okay but that last like 30 minutes that movie goes i gotta give it a lot of credit for that from the moment that felipe's character is attacked at the uh, beauty pageant to all the way through the finale it does not stop it is like it goes from like intense uh murder scene to chase scene to murder scene to action scene to boats to like it just goes so I think that, that that was pretty sweet I was surprised by how like uh, a lot of the time and maybe that's kind of a slasher thing too. well slasher yeah. pacing can be kind of weird with the older ones but look, I mean a good pace movie a, a well paced mm-hmm. movie yeah. will make up for a lot of flaws that yeah. one might add and I, I do think I forgot about a lot of the fl- I mean it's just, there's not like a very obvious necessarily obvious flaws about the movie beyond I think it's just the, I just think the story's that strong I think it's kind of okay right uh, and and, and 
you know, the actors are all pretty young and I think they're all pretty green at this point. I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a strangely written film. Um, and then it guided me to the thing 2011, the remake. I have recently watched this one as well. Yeah. yeah um, when I first saw this movie in the theater, I remember walking out and going, oh, that's kind of cool. Like it was a neat like way to like make a prequel and like lead directly into Carpenter's. And then the more I thought about it and the more I talked with people about it, I was like, this really wasn't that good. Yeah. Like, it, it, like it wasn't that it was, it just felt like pointless. Like, like why did, why, why did we go here? Um, and if anything, it kind of, it doesn't because I just forget it exists most of the time. But if anything, it almost damages the mystery around like the first movie, like the, the eeriness and the creepiness of them visiting the Antarctic base and seeing corpses. And you're like, what happened here? Yeah. Cause you can see it all in this movie. So it's like, plus they ruined all the practical effects from amalgamated amalgamated did all these amazing. And, it, and there's a uh, look up on YouTube. Really? When you get a chance, there's like uh, there's test reel test footage of, uh, amalgamated dynamics like the, their animatronic stuff they they made for the film and it's like really amazing stuff and horrifying like really scary and cool and they just pasted cg over all of it yeah it's embarrassing um and not very good cg uh i don't know edgerton's oozes charisma and everything he's in i love edgerton so i enjoy seeing him i remember it starting strong like starting really interesting yeah. starting strong and then it peters out for me around the time don't they get in the chopper like halfway through yeah and then it kind of gets yeah because then you start losing it there's there's almost no suspense at that point in the movie because it just the only time a thing is there's never any like time to sit and catch your breath and wonder which characters might be the thing it's it's just one character inexplicably turning into a thing after another. Yeah. With no real rhyme or reason. So, yeah, it's not great. But, I mean, I don't regret watching it. I don't feel a need to ever watch it again. Um, I think there's more to do in the Thing universe, though. I really do. Um, I don't know what that is. I think we need to take it out of Antarctica, which I know might be blasphemous, but I think you, if you pull it out of Antarctica, you can make it its own thing. Um. Yeah, and that's what I remember. Like, like uh, when it seems like they are doing that in that movie at one point. It seems like they're going to take it out of there at one point, and then I realize, oh well, they they kind of can't. <laughs> but it got me excited. Yeah, yeah, I think that they they're so hung up on thing stories need to be take place with a bunch of scientists in Antarctica. I don't think you have to do that, right? Because I mean, can you imagine a thing movie that takes place in like? Like Los Angeles, like Predator Two. Yeah, dude. That's what I want. I want an urban yeah. thing movie. Yeah, that's uh, be crazy. Or how about one that takes place in Washington D.C. and you yeah. don't know which politicians are. You don't even, yeah. Could say you don't even need the thing. You could, could get fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's what I've been watching. Yeah. But uh, what, what about you, Tim? Anything? Um, real well, you can listen to the honor roll. Uh, yes. just put out a new one. I talked about VHS 94 and all, uh, VHS 94, escape room Two, tournament of champions, a couple other ones. So check that out. That'll be out, um, in the main feed this weekend. But the other things I wanted to talk about real quick, I finished midnight mass. What'd you think of that? Very good. Did not, I've not watched it yet. Very good. I would say maybe give it a little bit when you're ready to watch it because it, I did not blow through it. I know a lot of people blew through it really quick, but you, it's funny cause you never, you never finished Hill House. I finished Hill House. Did, I didn't oh, finish Bly, Bly Manor. Manor. Yeah, okay. Bly Manor. I thought was I thought was really boring, <laughs> and I, I know a lot of people love it. And I should probably get a, give it another shot. I think 
some of my issues with maybe Flanagan's TV as opposed to his movies are that Flanagan, when he is in a TV element environment, tends to indulge his more monologue-y side. Sure. And I, mean, I can see that. I like a lot of his monologues, but there are a lot of them. It can be too much. And yeah. there are a lot of Midnight Mass. The thing is, and I yeah, I tweeted this out too because I was trying to like kind of keep up as I watched it and just throw stuff out there, but... The thing is, I liked a lot of the monologues. This is kind of like this kind of like a Sorkin thing too. Like, yeah. Every once in a while, like I I understand the criticisms like lobbed at Sorkin, but then I and there are other things to criticize Sorkin's writing for sometimes too. But a lot of the times, I really like the monologues. Well, oftentimes, if you, oftentimes if you're if you're a fan of of a a filmmaker or or, or writer or whatever. I think that it's smart as a fan to be understanding of the fact that there are reasons why people would disagree with it, right? right? And oftentimes the reasons why they don't appreciate something are the reasons why you do. <laughs> exactly. And you know it's what? Just, That's the thing is yeah. like, I, I, this is, and it's a criticism and I think it's a valid criticism is if you don't, don't like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and if you're not, but it's also part of the reason why I like him. Exactly. Like I, I mean, some right. of the, some of the, like the deep monologues about death and dying and all that, yeah. like what happens, like I like listening to that stuff and I liked a lot of the, uh, I liked a lot of the, the church related, yeah. um, the sermons religious. And, and then the religious and the, and diving into that and, um, kind of presenting different ideas, and um, there's an agnostic reading, there's an atheist reading, there's okay. a Christian reading. It's cool. it's an it, very interesting, and I think as a King fan, you will find a lot to enjoy about cool. it as well. Good. Without um, spoiling too much, I will say though, as as it got towards the end, the last couple episodes are where those uh, where the kind of talkiness of the whole thing really started to hit me, and yeah. the episodes tend to be a little bit long for me, and this is part of the reason why I, like, I'm hit or miss with streaming shows, I'm hit or miss with TV shows nowadays, and I'll talk about another TV show here in a second, because I feel like, I feel like they're just long movies, and I kind of sit there and go, man, if this was a two, two and a half hour movie... I probably would have kind of like Doctor Sleep. I would have loved this, and as it is, I just really liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I think. Well, I think that that, that oftentimes it's it's these streaming services going. We like your idea for this film. Can you make it a series, please? Right, and because we want more content. And there's exactly, and I think there's there is a certain bit of creative freedom to that as well for a lot of the artists and the creators. But I also think some restrictions sometimes are it can be good. Important. And so the next TV show I want to talk about real quick is I'm there have only been two episodes out, but I'm watching the Chucky series, the Don Mancini. How is it? So it's good. Okay, I, it's, cool. it's definitely not bad. The thing is though, and it ties into what I it feels like. It's going to be a just a very long Chucky movie, okay? Which is fine, but it's also there's a lot of padding to it. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, Mancini is in charge of it, and yeah. he can still write Chucky really well. Chucky's very funny, and for it's on USA and Sci-Fi, I think. Or is Tiffany in it as well? Not yet. Okay, but uh, they're definitely they. <laughs> but this does play take place after Seed of Chucky, though. Is this? Yeah. Like- so the, everything's canon in this. Mm-hmm. Including Curse and Cult. Oh, Curse and Cult. Yeah, which I still I've and not watched either of those movies. It's about well, it's a. I mean, it's about a. It's about a gay kid who's bullied, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's a high school. It's it's kind of like a high school show. So you can tell there. I mean, there might be some some personal aspects kind of creeping in too. Then I and I think it's handled really well, and I think it's it's funny. And Chucky's kind of take. It's really interesting because Chucky's kind of playing off that, and that's how he mentions Glenn Glenda 
and that's how uh, he kind of brings him in. And also, but like, so there's a chance that Glenn pops up. I think so. I I think this is going to tie. I think we're going to see cameos from everybody. And I know Jennifer Tilly was there mm. shooting. I think I'd heard that she was part of the cast. And um, yeah. um, Dorf is amazing still too. And what I was trying to say for ba- it's a basic cable show. It is. <laughs> It's very gory so far. Sweet. There are a couple of really good kills. Good. So I'm really enjoying it. And I'm going to keep watching it. But I, there is a part of me that goes, man, some, some, there's a lot of padding here. And yeah. I just, I don't know if this, this could be a movie. This could be a movie. But but I think it's only six or seven episodes too, yeah. which I think will help with that. That's um, cool. And the last thing I wanted to mention before we get into our scream thing is I've been uh, continuing on my hammer, my October yeah, hair, yeah, yeah, hammer yeah. watch. I going? found another, um, what I think is a diamond in the rough, the two faces of Dr. Jekyll. Uh, this has Paul Massey as Dr. Jekyll and Edward Hyde. Here's the thing is like Hyde is not a monster in this one. This is the sleaziest hammer movie yet that I've watched. It's early sixties. He like Hyde is essentially kind of like a, like a handsome suave oh, type. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Dr. Jekyll is kind of like the, like the like nerdy, you know, schlubby nerdy scientist Oh man! and Christopher Lee is in it and he has insane sideburns. Sick. And this is probably one of my favorite movies so far. And I went on and checked it out and there are a lot of people like this one isn't very good. I'm like, this one's, this one's great. What are you talking about? This is this is the the horny hammer I've been waiting for. That's what you've been wanting. Yep, <laughs> yes. that's what you've been wanting. So the uh, the two faces of Doctor Jekyll is my hammer recommendation of the week. So excellent. Let's do the scream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, you and I uh, are both very excited for the new scream movie um, trailer just released recently. Uh, if you want to hear our thoughts on the scream franchise, go back to. Uh, was it last summer or this most recent summer? I, uh, yeah, I think it was. When did we do this? I think it may have even been a couple years ago Yeah, now. go back to our summer episodes. Summer uh, of Scream, right? Yeah, we did a Summer of Scream series. You can find it. I think it's quite good. I think it's what, uh, I think it's some of the best stuff we've One done. One of my favorite, yeah, mm-hmm. my favorite uh, sections of the show we've ever done. Anyway, yeah, it was a ton of fun. But we're very excited for um, Scream 5 or just Scream or 5 Cream, as I've heard cream, people call yes. it. Um, we wanted to, not, that's not a game per se, but uh, Nikki and I did this last night and uh, it was it was a lot of fun to talk about. We're going to make our, our no, this movie doesn't come out until January. Okay. Okay. And we've both seen the trailer, but uh, I don't know spoilers for this movie, if there are any. I think I know like some online speculation maybe about certain aspects of the movie, but yeah. nothing, nothing spoilery. Um, the thing is, too, you and I were raised in the uh, in the in the Scream Two, Scream Three days when yeah. you get bombarded with all these fake spoilers, uh-huh. and different versions. Oh, I of think the there's a lot of it out there. I'm so sure. we know we know not to trust any leaks uh-uh. from these. Scream That's part movies. of the fun, man. <laughs> I don't even trust that trailer. Um, <laughs> uh, even the director said, like, there's not everything's in the movie, but it's presented in a way that's supposed th- to kind of yeah, throw you, you think off balance. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Um, so we're going to go through the cast and I think make predictions as to make them now, you know, three months before the movie comes out, uh, make predictions about who the killer or killers are. Okay. Sound fun? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And we're going to do this based off of just their IMDb credits. Yeah, we're just going to look at, at, at we're just going to look at, 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 you know, look at their IMDb profile picture. Um, if you want to scroll through their credits a bit on IMDb, that's cool. You know, get a feel for them as an actor maybe or an actress. And uh, just it's just fun. We don't have to. And, and if you want to use your knowledge of what you saw in the trailer from what you remember, you could do that too. Yeah, that's fine. That's fair. Um, well, let's kick things off. I think we can rule out Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette as as the killer. Yeah, I think okay. at, I'm going to. At this juncture, I feel like that would be 
bad. <laughs> I can't see any way you could sell me on that. That would make me accept. It. I don't like this because I've, I've seen this thrown around too. I don't like this either. Yeah, and especially judging by what we've seen in the trailer, I don't like this idea. Yeah, I would not be happy with that. No, no. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna rule them out right now. Okay. Um, the only other returning uh, actress in the cast on IMDb is Marley Shelton, mm-hmm. who played Deputy Judy Hicks in Scream Four. Definitely a red herring in that movie. I remember there's uh, like about four or five times she stares directly at the camera practically. Yeah. And so that's honestly, that's my big hang up with picking her because I've seen some speculation about her. And that's my big hang up is just how much of a red herring she was in part four. I feel like. Right. I feel like we've done this and to go through with doing that would be kind of lame. It'd be kind of a a weird. I mean, it depends on how they do it, but uh, yeah, how they would do it. But. Yeah, I I, I have to agree with you. I think at this point, I wouldn't buy that either. Plus, one of these characters is her son, her teenage son. And I guess I just... Oh, Wes Hicks, Dylan Minnette. Yes. Well, let's move on to Dylan Minnette then. Okay, who is he? This is maybe one of the most well-known... Is he in the Maze Runners? No, that's a different kid who looks a lot like this guy. (laughs) This... uh, this He's young fellow is most well known for Thirteen Reasons Why, very popular Netflix ah, series. Okay. He's the lead on that. He's in Goosebumps. Uh, He's in yes, Goosebumps. he was the lead in Goosebumps. He was uh, the son in Prisoners. Okay, the son that gets kidnapped in Prisoners, correct? Uh, the little girl gets kidnapped in Prisoners. Okay, I couldn't remember. He's yeah. in Lost. He plays David Shepard in Lost. Yes, he's Jack's uh, son on okay. Lost. He's also um, in Don't Breathe. Uh, Andy's and Let Me In. So he's done some horror stuff in the past here. Okay. I think a fairly popular actor with the with his with his uh, audience, you know. Yeah. Um I'm looking at his profile picture and uh I gotta tell you, so far, and mind you, he's the only real contender for me that we've talked about so far, but I'm not trusting this guy. Yeah, so I think I think I see what you're looking at, but I think there's someone else in the in the uh, I almost said it right there, but I think there's someone else in the cast that looks a little bit more like kind of American psychoy to me. Okay, okay. Um, so I'm I'm just saying this guy's a suspect for me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. I've got him over Marley Shelton. Okay, Judy Hicks. I would so I would agree. Yeah, let's move to what the did, cast. What does he do in the trailer? I don't know. What's uh, he... We only see one like one shot of him. There's a shot of everybody, all the teenage kids sitting on the couch together, and he's Judy Hicks's son. Yes, and then there's this shot of him. I'm gonna show you a still. And he's got the like an Eminem haircut. Like an Eminem. Oh, that's oh. So he's like the stand. He's like from the stand. Video. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, well. Now wait a minute. <laughs> yes. Because that was that Devin Sawa in the stand. Uh, the stand yes. video. Devin Sawa, star of uh, Chucky. By the way, the TV series Chucky's in that. Oh my god! <laughs> Amazing. Star of that one movie where Fred Durst is obsessed with him. That I watched. The fanatic. Yeah. So he's obsessed with Devin Sawa. Yeah. Well, he likes idle hands. Who doesn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travolta's obsessed with Devin Sawa in the movie. <laughs> I kid you not. You haven't seen this yet, have you? <laughs> this is the fanatic. No, I you talked you talked for like twenty minutes about it on this podcast. I can't believe it exists. <laughs> All right, so Manette is the favorite so far for yes. me. Yes, and uh, a couple things we should mention too as we're going through this, and I think it's important for for context, right? Um, is that uh, in the trailer, and for those that don't want to listen to any more potential spoilers about um, Scream about Five Cream. Um, just tune out now. We've we've loved having you, but tune out now because right. I guess there could, we could speculate our way into a spoiler here right. and find out in January that we spoiled something. Right? It's always possible. But 
in the yeah, but trailer. You're gonna come back to us in January. And be like, I can't believe you spoiled it. You don't know. You don't know jack shit. Yeah. So we'll back off, man. Yeah, back the fuck <laughs> off. Um, uh, Wes, the Wes Hicks character, Delmanite, is one of the f- now, mind you, in the screen movies, we've been we've been duped before by the Ghostface killer, where he's a, like where there's been two killers, not the rapper, and <laughs> correct, not him, never duped by him, um, where the go- where Ghostface has attacked one of the uh, attacked the partner. To like get them off the hook, right? We've seen this before in, in screen movies. So Ghostface attacking somebody in the trailer doesn't mean that that person's off the hook completely. Right. But we don't see Wes. Wes is one of like the two characters that we don't see share a screen with Ghostface in the trailer at all. So I'm just okay. throwing that out there. Okay. Anyway, okay. Uh, let's move up to uh, who was uh, our new final girl. This is uh, Melissa uh, Barrera playing um, Sam Carpenter. Love the use of Carpenter as the last name. Think that's a ton of fun. Um, I think she's mostly known for In the Heights, which is a more recent film. Um, and she's going to be the, I would assume, the sister of, um, is it Jennifer Ortega? Jenny Ortega, yeah. Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega. Who yes. plays Tara Carpenter. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about her next, too. But um, Sam is going to be our new final girl, according to kind of all the promotional material and everything we're seeing. Um, it. She. So here's the thing. I'm going to rule her out right away. Um, and, and, and I'll tell you why. Um, Scream 4, we went the route of having our new final girl that was going to have, be, have the torch passed to her, and it turned out that that wasn't the case. Right. I don't think we're going to do that two that times would be another re- That would be a repeat, yeah. It would feel... And th- there's already elements of this that I think by just by proxy feel kind of repeat to Scream 4 to me. So I'm going to rule her out because of that. I just don't see them doing that twice in a row. I don't see it. No, I'm with you. I've, I've eliminated her as well. I think, I, I think that's too, too obvious too. And yeah, too big of a misdirect too. Yeah. yeah I don't like that. Um, her sister, Tara Carpenter played by Jenny Ortega, Jen, Jenna Ortega. I keep saying Jenny Ortega. Jenna. Yeah, that's Ortega. I, I said Jennifer. So we, we had, yeah, a, we got to meet in the middle messing here. Her names out. Yeah. Names out. Um, She's in a ton of stuff. I think most recently she is on the show You, which is a Netflix show as well. Okay. Um, she's in the trailer quite a bit. She is what appears to be the opening attack or kill. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a misdirect though too. So, okay. So what do you mean by that? Do you think that she is, that's not the opening of the film or do you think that she's not going to get killed off? It'll be like the first time that- uh, that like Ghostface fails. That Ghostface doesn't kill I don't think opening. that's the opening of the film. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I think that's going to be. I think that's going to come later in the film. Mm-hmm. Is my guess. So I think I think that's a misdirect by the trailer. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. To kind of set it up as she's going to be killed there. But I think I think the opening of the film is going to be related to one of our returning characters. Interesting. Is my guess. I want to hear this after we make our way through this. This is a yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I I don't think she's a killer, and here's here's why. Like I said, we can't rule out anybody just because they're attacked by Ghostface, but she's like really attacked in this trailer. Like, yeah. she gets slashed in the stomach, and at one point, Ghostface stomps on her leg, and you can see the leg break. He's not breaking his accomplice's yeah. leg. That That's a bridge too far. If you like slash the accomplice's arm, we've seen stuff like that, where it's like, oh, a flesh wound. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going with no on yeah, this one. That would be pretty hardcore. That, yeah, that would be... That's yeah. stuff you say for the end when you're trying it's, to... Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You're not going to take out your partner. You're <laughs> not going to... Uh, debilitating... Yeah, the hamstrings are all yeah. plan. Okay, exactly. I'm with you. We get rid of the Carpenter sisters. So I'm, we're really Carpenter Okay, cool. Let's move on to uh, Jack Quaid. Who okay, so this is the... American, Richie Kirsch. This is uh, Dennis Quaid's son, right? 
He is, yes. Okay. Uh, he was uh, prominently featured in the Hunger Games films. Okay. In Rampage, he was opposite Dwayne. And uh, he is one of the leads opposite uh, f- another Doom star, Carl Urban, on Amazon's The Boys. I should say, too, I have not seen The Boys, but I ha- he was in Logan Lucky, apparently. And Logan Lucky is a Soderbergh. It's, it's probably like one of my favorite Soderbergh movies. I need to watch that. It, it rocks. Excellent. You should watch Excellent. it. It's so Channing cool. Channing Tatum, yeah. Yeah, Channing Tatum and Daniel Craig. Cool. And it's kind of like a... It's kind of like a um, Kind of like a low-level like uh, heist type movie based around kind of like a NASCAR race. It rules. It's so fucking good. That's sweet. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry. This is my number one suspect. Yeah, he's like I think he's got psycho eyes. This this yep. guy. He looks he he looks like he's trying to put on a nice happy face here. Uh, I believe he is playing Sam's boyfriend, which we know uh, there's history with that. Right. They're definitely trying to mirror the first film a little bit, so I could see the the lead the lead's boyfriend winding up as a, a as a killer mm-hmm. um also if you look at the history of ghost faces right and we're going to spoil all the ghost face reveals here in a second uh look at the, the history of ghost faces uh now the first screen movie everybody was an unknown in that movie for the most right. part now i'm not going to count that let's look at the second movie one of our two ghost faces was a well-known actress right she had an established actress that people knew yes. who she was no one really knew who uh um, Oliphant was at that was point. At yeah, he was a younger actor. Scream three, another reveal. People knew who Scott Foley was. He was on. He'd been on Felicity for like right uh, five seasons. So he was pretty like he was a name ish. Yeah. And then Scream four, you really had two of them. Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts, and then uh, Kieran Culkin. Right. Or Rory Culkin. Kieran, Kieran Culkin. I can't remember. There's a lot of Culkins. Um. This guy is on like one of the biggest shows on streaming, which is The Boys. Like it's like, huge. And he's, and he's been in Quaid. the Hunger Games. He's a Quaid. And he's a Quaid. Yeah. He's my number one suspect. I'm with you, and I, I know we've talked about, like, oh, it'd be obvious, but he does kind of fit the mold. You're right, because each one has kind of like the handsome white guy. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I don't want to you know, say anything bad about Mr. Culkin from far, but he's, he's not your not typically, traditionally, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah, your yeah, typical, yeah. like, yeah, not clean cut. This is your right. clean cut, right. Scott Foley-like um um, well, he's not as brooding as a, what's my man? Oh God, I'm blanking on his name. Skeet. Right. Yeah. But yeah. So uh, a good looking dude. Yeah. I, yeah, he's my number one. Uh, uh, yeah. Suspect here. And I should mention the trailer does mention that, that the, the killer is targeting people that are related in some way to the original killings from scream one. Right. And if we look, uh, there's a couple of, well, we'll get to our next character right now. We've got like Mindy Meeks Martin. Uh, I don't know if you recognize the name Meeks. Meeks, Randy. So this is Randy's niece. If you remember right, we meet Randy's okay. sister in Scream 3 because she shows up with a video of Randy and says, watch this. So this, we think, then, is her daughter. This is her daughter. Yes. Her, no, it's confirmed. This oh, it's is confirmed her daughter. Her daughter. Yes. Okay, I didn't know if he yes. had any other <laughs> brothers yes. or sisters this is, this is, I believe she's, my understanding is she might be in the movie briefly, mm. uh, Heather Matarazzo. So mm. this is, no, th- there's twins. Because Mindy and Chad are twin brother and sister that are both the niece and nephew of Randy. Now, a brother-sister combo would be interesting. I really like this for another reason, too. This would be the kind of the 
I think this works in a lot of ways, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Because this would be kind of the revenge of the nerd. I can see them being kind yes. of like Randy, um, kind of being like He got nerds. forgotten about. And you this know? would play really well in 2021, where like we've seen like a lot of like shitty nerds out there. Like really sleazy asshole, like just dickheadish nerds. This could work. <laughs> and, and just mean trolls. I'm into it and I like it. And the more we talk about it, the more I like it. Uh in a brother sister combo. It, interesting yeah. and and uh both uh the actor and the actress are um are mixed race which is kind of yes cool. um, yep. i think that'd be kind of neat because we never had a killer in the screen films that wasn't white it's all white, it's all white. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 could be kind of cool um i guess the only issue there is you do they are you do see them both being attacked separately in the trailer in but the once tra- again we don't know so <laughs> So I kind of covered those two. I'm trying to look at their IMDb uh, profiles. I've see. always kind of loved to, and I don't know if I like it, but I've always kind of loved in my head, like Randy coming back as the like the puppet master behind all of this, right. as like the big time movie And this would be almost a way. What to if do he it. left like video diaries for them? Right. And he was like, <laughs> "Now's your chance to be because the star." Because we've, we've seen that he. I didn't get to be the star. He had the foresight to do this in the past. Like he can be. He could see. I mean. I mean, oh my gosh! Uh, all right. Well, I don't know if they beat Jack Quaid for me. I'm not sure. I got to think on this. I oh, mean, I don't know. Okay. Um, next up, we have uh, Sonia Amar as Liv McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Kind of fun. Um, McKenzie, uh, her last name. It's believed that she is related to Casey Becker's next door neighbors. Because if you remember right, he goes, "Go call, go next door, and get the McKenzies or something like that. So okay. that's how she would be related. She to is not in, yeah, she's not in much. I can't do anything. She's not in her. a ton. Can't do much with that. Um, she seems like a, like, um, she's 19. She's French. She's a very, uh, almost like a model type. Yeah. Book. Yes, absolutely. A lot of modeling pictures. That's probably why I said that. So. I believe she is. The character is Chad makes Martin's girlfriend in the film. Okay. Um, for what it's worth. Um, oh, cause he kind of looks kind of like, kind of like a jock. He's more too. jockish. Yeah. I think. Yes. But what, I mean, have we had a jock killer in these movies? It could be interesting. If the sister was the one with all the all the like horror movie knowledge, and he was like just in it for the he's like for the thrill. We we don't have a ton of yeah we don't have a ton of like athletic killers, especially in the scream because Ghostface in this kinda, trailer he stomps somebody's leg and breaks it in half. Ghostface like, is always kind of weak in some ways. It would be cool to have like just like, like an alpha dick. male, <laughs> yeah, just a beast. Ghost. <laughs> yeah, it's obviously him. <laughs> it's just like like cut. He does. He's doing he's doing like football tackles. <laughs> He throws the knife like a football. <laughs> nice spiral. Anyway, uh, I don't... Uh, for whatever reason, you don't get a lot from Liv in the trailer. I just... I'm not seeing it. I just don't... I don't know why I'm just not feeling Liv as the killer. And it could be maybe because you need somebody... Uh, when the when the mask comes off and the reveal happens at the end, you need somebody who can turn it on. Yeah. Because it, it, every Ghostface actor so far has... They turn it on when, when the mask comes off. Right. You know, Scott Foley goes to town. Yeah. <laughs> in that movie yeah um so you need somebody and and she has not that she isn't talented i'm sure she is but she doesn't have a ton of credits in there so i'm, I'm feeling like we need somebody who's a little more seasoned i kind of don't like the i also don't like the the pretty girl is the killer thing like that like i mean not saying anybody else we've is done pretty, it before already. but she's like she's yeah. obviously kind of like the uh, like the beauty queen the kind of high yeah, school yeah, yeah yeah i gotcha yeah um next up we have mikey madison as amber i believe amber is the character who is texting Tara at the beginning of the trailer and then it turns out it's not actually Amber. Okay. It's Ghostface. For what that's worth. 
Um, she was she played one of the the um, the Manson followers in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I see that credit out here. So okay, yeah, she she's the one I think that gets blowtorch. <laughs> that movie's. I gotta watch that movie again. Amazing. Um, so she has a history of playing crazy. Yeah. Um, she's got kind of an interesting look about her. Just uh, she's interesting looking. Um, but is it too obvious? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's, I'm on the fence with him. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like she's pretty far known on the cast list, so that's my reason for saying no to her. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think enough. there are better choices than her. I don't know. Who did you say her character? What did you say about her character? She's. That we know? Uh, I believe she is the one that's texting uh, Tara at the beginning, okay. and then it turns out it's not her. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we talked about Chad Meeks Martin. Right. Let's talk about the last. Uh, we have we have a couple of deputies on here. We're not going to bring them up because I'm Chester Tam. Fairly certain that they're not going to be uh, the killer. I guess they could be. Um, last one we're going to talk about is Vince, who mysteriously has no last name, um, right. <laughs> which is interesting. Uh, played by Kyle Gallner, who's been in a ton of stuff. I'm sorry. Just a second. Just a second. Is Chester Tam the dude? <laughs> Sorry, it, deputy. It's all good. Um, I'm just making sure. Oh my god, he is. He is the guy from Hot Rod who does the dancing, like the ah. yeah. He runs around <laughs> like the dance, and he's throwing the flyers around. Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. I knew I recognized. Maybe him. he is deputy Vincent. Yeah, do you, like he. Well, we'll know if he starts dancing if Ghostface starts doing the Hot Rod. Dance. We'll know. Uh, anyway, Kyle Gallner. Kyle Gallner. Uh, we probably know Kevin him best Smith. Uh, from Red State, Red State, yep. and also the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. He's he the lead, uh, the the opposite Rooney Mara in that one. Like I said, interestingly, doesn't have a last name. I have a theory for why this is the case. Okay, let me hear it. I think his last name is one that would give away his relation to somebody from the first movie. Somebody I think his last name her. is either Loomis or his last name is uh, Mocker. Like he's You're right. So it would, okay. I'm guessing Stu. That feel and because so, I have another theory about another character that might be related to the Loomises that I could bring up here if we want to. But do we know? Because I'm, I'm trying to remember details. Do we know if they have brothers and sisters? No. Okay. No, it's never really it's never mentioned. I don't think it's ever brought up. But um, Billy's mom. Is a bit like she. Oh, uh, Billy's dad was a bit of the. Trouble. Oh, Billy's dad. Sorry, sorry. Yes, yes. So Sydney's he mom. easily there could be a half sibling. Right. Yeah, they've kind of done this with Screen Three. I feel like it's been long enough to where they could pull it off. I would be more willing I, yeah. to buy into that than I would if it was like Billy had a uh, somehow like got somebody pregnant before he got. Yeah, that'd be annoying to yeah. me. I'd, I'd be okay with a with a half sibling or something. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah. Um, that being said. Vince uh, in the trailer, he looks like uh, the quintessential bad boy. I think he's got a muscle car at one point. And, yeah, what's uh, he doing? Like, what's his deal? I think I don't think he's in high school. I think he's like the older, like Matthew McConaughey oh, from uh, from uh, what's it called? Days and Confused. Days and Confused, just kind of hanging around the high schoolers. Yeah. This guy, this guy's a red he's, herring. Like, he's got red herring uh, written all over. Yeah, him. I think so too. Yeah, and I think the last name, like you said, I think that might well that will play into it, and I think that'll be a mid movie reveal, and it'll kind of throw you. And then I think he's gonna bite it just as soon as you think that he's a real contender. Do you think he sacrifices himself or do you, I like the idea that like he just like dies of bad luck at some point. Yeah, no, I hope he's just an asshole <laughs> and he just it, like Ghostface is tired of his shit. Um, all right. You want to make our final judgments here? 
Yeah, let's skip by Clayton Frank as party guest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good for Clayton. Um, my initial thought process, I thought they were going to go with two guys again. I thought because they're patterning themselves after that original movie, I thought they would go with two guys. One where you'd have kind of the master planner and one where you'd have the loose cannon type. They'd really kind of echo that that formula from the first movie. So my initial thought was it was going to be Richie was going to be the mastermind type, Jack Quaid's character. And then Dylan Minnette, this Wes Hicks guy, would wind up being the loose cannon type. Okay. Like maybe he's quiet throughout the movie and then he like like when the mask comes off, you're like, Jesus, like this is not the guy we thought he was. I'm going with those two. But I really like the brother and sister thing, too. All right. So we have to pick from the cast here, right? Oh, because you want to pick. You want to pick. I'm going to. So if I'm going from the cast. Well, here's what I'll say. I think I kind of like my idea now. I'm kind of convinced in my idea that it's going to be Meeks Martin, both of them, brother and sister. I really like it, too. And I like that the final reveal isn't actually going to be them. It's going to be kind of Randy as the puppet master. Ah. Or maybe even maybe. like from the grave, like or like he's not alive, but he's like he left them the the tools to start it back up. If they, maybe not even Randy, but maybe his sister somehow. Interesting. Like maybe she's raised them to like avenge his death or something. Interesting. Or maybe they maybe they have. Um. So okay, that's gonna be my guess. Uh, but that's gonna like be my that. main like guess for this movie is that we are going to get the reveal of the killers, and then I think we're gonna get a bigger reveal of something and maybe a returning character that we don't see coming or some sort of twist on top of a twist because uh, Patrick Dempsey then, right? Yeah. Dempsey, yeah, Dempsey or his uh his buddy cop. Because That's right. the Who's thing the is, best red herring? It's the two guys, it's Radio Silence is their name, right? Yeah. yeah, yes. yeah. And they so Ready or Not Ready or Not has one of the best endings in modern horror for me in a lot of ways. I can't see them just doing kind of a straightforward twist. There has to be something so in you this don't, movie. You don't see it being killers reveal like the classic scream. Killers revealed. They both get taken out by a heroin. Roll credits. That's the end of the movie. Right. Okay. So what if I pose this to you? Mm-hmm. And this is one that I've seen like a, like a speculation that I've seen thrown around. What if you get your reveal? and your two killers are taken out, or your one killer or whatever, probably two killers, I think it's going to be two, are taken out, and then it's revealed that there's a third accomplice, and you leave the movie knowing that somebody else was involved, but not who. And it's still out there. It's still at, at large. large. Yeah, I can see that too. So it kind of sets up a sequel. Could be kind of cool. Yeah, the other thing I just wanted, I, uh, I just hope Stu's back. <laughs> you want Stu back, I know. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. I, um, I kind of think we'd know by now. Yeah, and I don't know how you do it. Right. I mean, it, you could just go for it and say, screw it, He's buy survived. into this or not. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't bring him back from the dead. So, because that's just not this, it's not that franchise. The thing is, I love, I kind of love that the trailer is really kind of straightforward horror and it's kind of suspense because the mm-hmm. first movie had its meta aspect, obviously. Yeah. But it was a, it was a very suspenseful slasher film to at its core. This one, I think, though, there has to be some sort of... There's got to be something. There's got to be something clever. There's got to be some sort of twist because everybody came back and there's a reason. And then yeah. Williamson is involved and they, there's a lot of talk about how Wes was in, like not involved, yeah. but like how the, the movie captures kind of the spirit of that first scream. So I feel like they're holding something back. I just don't know what it is. What if it's... What if they are do find a way to make it work where... What if it's... um. 
Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We know the finale of this movie takes place at Stu's house, the same house from the original screen. Mm-hmm. Like the like the like you can see a bunch of the scenes of the finale in this in the trailer, and it's the house. One of these kids has to live in the house. Mm-hmm. I don't know which character it is. I don't think anybody does at this point. What if Stu left stuff in that house, like like a like a how to book and like a so in a way he is the mastermind, right? But he's still gone. Maybe we could even do like a like a like a video from Matthew Lillard. Like we could do a DH thing. I know you're not a huge fan, but like, just do the uh, do the Luma stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that could be cool. Now I'm all for that. Yeah. If Stu, if that way, like you get best of both worlds. You get your Stu back, and he really is kind of string pulling from from beyond the grave. But we don't get like a silly like he's back from the dead, or he's been in prison this whole time, but nobody really mentioned. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right. I think that that'd be cool. Like, can you like this, like the reveal that like they moved into this house. It was like super cheap because all these horrible things happened there. And like, as they were like renovating and stuff, like, I don't know, like the first night in their bedroom, they found like a floorboard that lifted up and there's all this like terrible stuff. That could be interesting. I like that too. I like that too. There has to be a reason to somehow to get these original, this original trio back like a big yeah. reason so I don't know that's kind of the other thing I'm it could be that one of them bites it finally too that's kind of what I'm thinking too also paychecks are nice yes <laughs> I meant more character no I know what you mean <laughs> so, you know, I know what you mean okay. alright well, that was fun that was fun so you're going with the Meeks Martin twins I'm going with Meeks Martin twins and, Wait, you're and going hopefully with, Stu you're going with Richie I'm going with Richie and, and, and I'm going to go with Wes. Wes as the as the fellow killer I can see that yeah. good Okay. That was fun. All right. All right. Tell us who you think could be the killer. Yes. Is it, could it be uh, um, a character from a previous movie who maybe popped up? Could it be David Warner from Scream 2? Sydney's uh, drama teacher. Drama teacher. Could it be? Um, could it be Patrick Dempsey? Could Patrick Dempsey be like, why was I not in Scream 4? Because I was kind of a main character in Scream 3. Why am I not? You know, that could happen, right? Um, could it be Heather Graham? Could it be? Could Heather it be Graham, like Parker Heather Posey? Graham? She was the actress from the original Stab. Yeah. Maybe she's angry <laughs> because Luke her Wilson. career, she was pigeonholed as a Stab actress this whole time. You know that could be kind of fun. Um, maybe Cotton Weary's been alive this whole time. Who knows? I don't know. Cotton bites it in three, right? Could it be Joshua Jackson, the film geek that's a total jerk and scream too? <laughs> we don't ever know what happened with that guy. You just got a hard on for Cabred. Yeah. Yeah. Could be him. Um, no, I got it. It's it's Joel from Scream Two, the cameraman who just leaves. He goes, "Fuck this." <laughs> best character in the series. He's yeah. the best. <laughs> and then he comes back at the end and keeps his job. It's so sweet. <laughs> that guy rules. Anyway, okay, that was fun. Thanks All for right. joining us. All right, thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you next. Time. <laughs>